Welcome back to The Wellness Breakdown with me, Eve Kalinick. And me, Rose Ferguson. This is the podcast where we examine and test out the latest health trends and find out if they actually work. We have so many people coming into our practice asking us about the next best thing, so we thought we'd try some out and report back to you guys. Yeah, in this series, we'll find out what health gadgets are worth the money, if 10,000 is the magic number to walk yourself to a healthier life, and why immersing yourself in minus 100 degrees could be the cure for long-term injuries. We'll be introducing some special guests to the podcast, but of course we want to hear from you. So let us know what health regimes or fad diets you're currently pursuing. You can contact us, info at thewellnessbreakdown.co.uk. One of the questions we always get asked is what supplements do we really need? Yes, it's true. It can be such a mindful with supplements, many of which we don't actually need at all, or ones that simply don't work. And this is why we are delighted to have Lima sponsoring this series of the podcast. Lima is in a category of its own when it comes to supplements. Yes, indeed they are, Rose. Their patented, proven ingredients helps with mood, sleep, performance, mental focus and beauty. And it has 10 different ingredients, most of which you cannot get from food, which means Lima can be an add-on to a balanced diet. It's actually different to other supplements because they dose at the same levels as clinical trials and it's all absorbed by the body. The real difference is that they combine proven science and technology to help optimise the human body that sets them apart from most other supplements on the market. Thanks to everyone who's contacted us over the past few weeks. We love getting your messages, so keep them coming in. There's just a quick one from Anna, who is talking about our first podcast of this season, Keto. She said she totally gets where Eve is coming from. She found it really hard at first and would love it if she didn't have to restrict herself. But that she had tried so many diets and health fads over the years, and this is the only one that works for her. Well, I mean, I guess it's true, isn't it, what we say about, you know, like, we're all different and different things work for us. So, you know, she does say she would love it if she didn't have to restrict herself. And that doesn't sound great, right? So, I mean, I don't know how happy she is on that diet if she's saying that she doesn't really like that. No, but also I wonder what restricted does mean, because I I worry, as we said with keto, restriction on keto could mean anything from not eating carrots and vegetables to, I don't know why I picked on the poor carrot then. Well, no, and spooning in double cream, as I was Well, exactly, so it depends. Depends what I mean. If you're restricting cakes and biscuits and sweets, then mm. that's not a bad thing. You know, we shouldn't be eating those freely, really. Those refined sugar things. But if restriction is meaning that she's restricting vegetables and fibre foods, then that's where I think keto is. You know, not so useful. Yeah, I would say the eighty twenty rule, Anna, because yeah. otherwise, you you know, it pushes into mental health. You know, you know, just being really down and restricted and feeling like that yeah. is not a great place to be. No, definitely. Do get in touch at info at thewellnessbreakdown.co.uk if you have any more thoughts or questions. Right, so today um, we are really delighted, well I am particularly, this is my mate Morgan, to introduce our second guest's podcast. I really think that Morgan's going to benefit from what we've set him Yeah, I have to say that actually this challenge concerns everybody listening because at some point or another there have been issues with 
sleep. Yes. So hello, Morgan. Welcome to the Wellness Breakdown. Hi, Eve. Hi, Rose. How you doing? Hi. So nice to see you. And you, and you. It's no, like, secret, right, that you've had, like, disrupted sleep for quite a long time. And I know there's the kids, but even before that, right, you found it quite difficult, you know, getting to sleep, staying asleep and, and such like, right? Let's just say I had some life challenges in my late 30s through to my early 40s. Yeah. And that was particularly stressful over that period. And it seems to have resulted in these really weird sleep patterns. Yeah. Permanently affecting my sleep, essentially. Pepper calls it my awakening. Pepper being your lovely wife. Pepper's my wife, Andrea, yes. Sleep is a big thing that, I mean, we see a lot of that in our practice, don't we, Rose? Yeah. There's a lot of people nowadays that have disrupted sleep for many, many reasons. We've got all these stimulants, like our phones and all the devices, and we're totally out of sync with our circadian rhythms. And those are rhythms that govern our sleep-wake cycle. So certain hormones, things like cortisol that gets us up in the morning and melatonin in the evening. But with all that blue light exposure, it kind of is messing about with all those hormones. So our body doesn't know when it's actually night and day, essentially. Yeah. So basically, we wanted to put this challenge to you. So my challenge is a sleep hygiene challenge. Okie dokie. A sleep hygiene is actually nothing particularly new or innovative. It hasn't come out in alignment with the fact that we've got all these like smartphones. Um, it's actually a, a behavioural and environmental practice that was developed in the 1970s as a way to help with mild to moderate insomnia. The premise of the thing is it means having a bedroom environment and routine that promotes consistent, uninterrupted sleep. So how do you feel about taking on the sleep hygiene challenge, Morgan? Oh, really excited. Okay, you're fully committed to this, right? I am fully committed. Amazing. I'm in. The rules of your challenge, because we, we always have a rule section for each challenge that Rose and I set. So basically, it's two weeks. I want you to have fixed wake-up time, regardless of what day it is. You need to switch off your devices. So all devices like phones, tablets, emails, all of that stuff, which I know you can sometimes be gravitating towards late at night. 30 to 60 minutes before your sleep time and ideally removing any electronics so tvs and stuff i think it should be 60 minutes i think you should be hard on him and say 60 oh my God, minutes see look this is the thing right she always goes that like I'm, I'm actually giving you an easy ride here morgan right this is why i get all the okay. like hardcore challenges <laughs> Sorry. all right 60 minutes there you go morgan 60 minutes um <laughs> You're welcome. 30 minutes of winding down, focusing more on the relaxation than the sleep. Because this is a lot of the time, isn't it? When we're going, oh, I've got to get to sleep, I've got to get to sleep. So after 20 minutes of not being asleep, just get up and do some stretching and breathing. I want you to do some exercise in the day, but nothing too high intensity right before you're going to bed. So not like the running or spinning or anything like that. Yeah. Um, generally avoid caffeine and alcohol and eating late at night. So at least two hours before you go to bed. Things like blocking out the light so if you can get like special curtains or even like some people swear by eye masks um and having a cooler temperature in the bedroom and i want you to rate your night's sleep on a score of one to ten okie dokie sounds great so what is your sleep like at the moment you know how many hours do you get when do you wake give us a sort of a night in the life of well rose i could tell you very accurately because i actually have an app ah. so i'm going to read from that now i get on average Four and a half to five hours per night. Um, I'm in bed by 10 p.m. and midnight, that sort of range. Yeah. I wake between 2 and 5 a.m. And once I'm 
awake, I rarely get back to sleep. So I'll, I'll read a book or maybe listen to a podcast um, on sleep. <laughs> yeah. There is that. There is that podcast, isn't there? With that guy who he actually reads out such boring, monotonous stories. That's supposed. To, is that the one you're talking about? No, but if there was that podcast, I'd be in it to the end for that sense of completion. <laughs> yeah, you want to know what happens? <laughs> Where's he going with this? I must. I must find out. <laughs> Do you, do you sleep differently when you're not at home and you don't have like, I mean, I don't know because I haven't, I haven't been blessed with kids. Well, not yet. But um, I think when, when they're little in particular, there's that kind of, it's like an evolutionary biological kind of hypervigilance, isn't it? It's like, oh my God, are they yeah. going to wake up and blah, blah, blah. If you're like, say in a hotel, you're not there immediate responsibility is not to then go and check on them. Do you then notice that your sleep differs? Let's just say. Yes. Definitely, okay. definitely in hotels when I'm away from work. I, That's interesting. Yeah, I, I guess I am. I'm on. I'm, I feel like I'm on on daddy call. Yeah. Protect the house. Mm. Protect the house. Protect the kids. I think there's definitely something about that, isn't there? I'm surprised you're that perky actually with that little amount of sleep, Morgan, because you were so jolly. Yeah. Today. I'd be like killing somebody. I think. Yeah, I get grumpy, Dad. For sure. Nobody wants to be around Grumpy Dad, especially me. <laughs> and I also end up just... I'll reach for the sugary treats. As Eve well knows, I like a sugary yeah, treat. It's the nature of the beast. Um, so if you put biscuits near me, I'll just demolish the, the packet like a bloody cookie monster, you know? Mm. But then it becomes a vicious cycle because you're tired. So you want the sugar and yeah. the sugar keeps you up. Yeah. Anyways, look... Maybe this is going to be the, the answer, right? Well, we need we need one. We we need an answer. So I'm I'm, I'm so up for this. Well, listen. Good luck. But I know you're going to smash it, or at least give it your best attempt. I give it my best. I've said it now. I've promised it to you too. So. Brilliant. Good luck. Thank you. Challenge accepted. Ah, oh, lack of sleep. Challenge. Slept on the couch after about four a.m. I couldn't get back to sleep. Kids woke us up. The scale of one to ten, that sleep was a four. <laughs> Let's start the week well. She's going to do a two-hour commute to get to location. So it's going to be fun. Ah, day two, so much better. Sleeping in a hotel, dark room. <laughs> uh, I had all my kit on, so I had all these LEDs and battery charges going for a long portion of the night. But I just covered them up with a t-shirt, so it was dark. So even with all that background noise I still got a much better sleep than I do at home <laughs> um, I, I feel normal right then start to day three sleep challenge oh man I'm not doing very well on, on these having fixed wake-up times just isn't happening switching off all devices no not really because I need to charge stuff and edit stuff so it's just not gonna happen at the moment while I'm on locations um, yeah, I feel like a zombie doing these night shifts. Yeah, it's exhausting. I love it, but it's exhausting. Morning campers. Day four. I'm feeling close to normal. I even remembered a dream, which is unheard of for me. So that's really cool. Super excited about that. Um, yeah, I feel normal. So this is working. But I think part of it is the fact that I'm in a hotel room away from the kids. Day five, got an awesome lie-in, thanks to my amazing wife. So yeah, I'm beginning to feel a lot better. Not that I um, engaged in physical exercise, exposed myself to sunlight in the morning or any of the other things I'm supposed to have done. So yeah, I just got a long lie-in today, to be honest. I've been looking at the all the sleep information that I get from my Whoop strap, and basically it's 
it's telling me I'm getting good sleep when I'm at the hotel. That's essentially it. So we're narrowing down the reasons. <laughs> My previous night's sleep was awesome. Again, I think this is <laughs> the fact that it's a very dark room. Uh, it's very quiet and there's, there's no, no kids. Um, yeah, I actually feel really good. I feel energetic. I've just done a, a workout. I feel, feel good. Right, woke up at um, 4.38 according to this app. And I've got a song in my head from the, the work we're doing, uh, the night shoot earlier on. Basically, it's a Christmas song. I can't get the thing out of my head. Yeah, and I couldn't get back to sleep. Other than that, yeah, so what's that? Sleep quality rubbish. <laughs> Welcome back, Morgan. Lovely to see you. We've listened with earnest to your your diary entries. I've got a oh, couple no. of things I need to ask you about on this, my friend. But um, first <laughs> off, like, how how are you feeling? Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling really good, guys. To be honest, yeah, feeling good. Um, it's been great to actually work to address a long term problem. Yeah, I was actually working away a lot most of the time yeah. in uh, staying in hotels, but I was working doing night shifts. <laughs> you can't make oh it up my God. so I was doing night, so you know ridiculous hours right. I felt like a zombie for a lot of it but I have been put into practice as much as I could okay so which parts would you say were more successful than other parts of the sleep hygiene routine I love the fact that you've got actual notes like we can hear the papers shuffling <laughs> yeah shuffle shuffle I know. this is the most dedicated that anyone including Rose and I have been to a challenge it's more organised than we are I know I, I like winning <laughs> yeah so I was like I've got to do this I mean that's how I felt about the bloody juice fast in the end I was like I've just got to get through this now I think the greatest challenge is to remove electronics because mm. I'm staring at a screen for 14 hours of the day yeah now drive home or to hotel, and then yeah. I've got to edit stuff. Sometimes they need it as soon as possible, so yeah. I'll stare at it for another two hours. Yeah, yeah. Then I go to bed, and also because I'm on location and I'm in this hotel room, I have to charge all the, the all the cameras in my bedroom. Yeah. So I have LEDs on and all this stuff whirring in the background. So what I did was just cover everything up or put it into the bathroom. All the leads going into the bathroom, try to close everything away. But I'm just surrounded by technology. Yeah. So it's like you're never switching off. I mean, the thing is, if we could see the Wi-Fi, particularly in London, I mean, we'd be like literally like it's like you're like wading through like weeds almost. Yeah. All this buzzy energy going on, and the thing is with those devices and they are part of our world now but it's just that constant blue light it does actually physically now in our MRI scans they've, they've seen how it's actually changing our brains this device use wow. and actually manipulating the pineal gland in the brain that is the one that basically starts producing melatonin late into the evening wow. so that's why our sleep cycles are so all over the shop yeah. so the devices you found really hard to do that but how about some of the other things that we asked you to do like you know doing the, the more kind of intentional winding down for 30 minutes did you find that kind of helped yeah yeah that was a real fail <laughs> okay the focusing on on relaxation i did do breath work i did a lot of that breath work stuff anyway mm -hmm. um and that's really good for just calming well putting the body into that rest and digest yeah the, like, parasympathetic yeah yeah avoid caffeine and alcohol eating late at night okay then so Coffee gets me through the day and I, I ease right off on that. So I just have the one coffee. Great. That's good. Okay. 
alcohol. I've just avoided the, the hotel bar with the crew afterwards. So that was that out. Well done. Eating late at night mm, could be a bit of a problem because depending on what we're shooting, I'm, I might miss part of the chance to eat sometimes. Yeah. I did get a, a cheeky takeaway delivered to the hotel once or twice, girls. I have to admit. <laughs> <laughs> Fixed wake-up times. Uh, that went out the window really quickly. Yeah. It sounds like you had quite a chaotic... Um, but then it sounds like your life is chaotic and that's the thing is you have to work away of doing protocols in whatever life you lead you know whatever the madness is you have to work away that works for you did you notice any change in your sleep by doing these simple things yes well rose according to my app <laughs> yeah there was a couple of nights <laughs> there's a couple of nights in the hotel when it was i had complete blackout and i was just gone and it was brilliant and then the next day I, you know i'm singing amazing oh there's nothing better than a good night's sleep because actually the thing is i think that we me and eve will both have worked with many people who have sleep issues and they roll their eyes when you talk about sleep hygiene because they want something that's going to knock them out you know they want mm. just to sleep and when you say oh put your devices down and do some deep breathing i understand because it's insomnia it must be the most awful thing to just night after night it's encouraging to hear that you did find it helpful. I mean, we also have yeah. to take into account that there weren't your little darlings running around whilst in a hotel. Yeah, for sure. I mean, my, my... <laughs> I have a lot to do with it too. But it is encouraging yeah. to hear that when you implemented some of it, it seems to have had a positive effect on your sleep. Like I said, you're like a superhero if you slept properly. Totally. And also, I think for a lot of our clients, not in your case, but there is this sort of slight like FOMO of like going to bed like oh I don't want to go to bed like almost like rebellious like a child right we kind of a lot of us do regress to that in certain situations Mm. I mean we haven't even talked about things like bedding and sheets because I think that also makes a massive difference as to like people's quality of sleep you know making it an environment in which you kind of want to be in yeah I mean our our bed's fantastic Peppa's she's crazy into a, a, a million thread count Egyptian whatever yeah but also like sleep is such a such a multifactorial thing I mean even in um you know your gut health has such a massive role to play because the microbes in your gut are producing a lot of the Mm. hormones that get us to sleep things like GABA which is like the sort of calming neurotransmitter and melatonin actually a lot of that's produced in your gut so it's like it's not just about one thing the sleep hygiene might be one part of it but yeah I'm sure there's there's more we can sort of dig into here on on sleep health generally yeah do you think that you'll continue to try and keep your devices out of your bedroom i think we should all keep telephony devices uh, out of the bedroom for sure yeah yes i'm going to ask ms ferguson about that one as well because she did a challenge in series one digital detox which was um slightly you know for want of a better expression a bit of a shit show in that the only (laughs) way to get her off the devices was because the bloody phone broke (laughs) Well, thank you so much for doing the challenge. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Morgan. Go forth and sleep well. Thank you very much, I will. Well, that was really, really interesting, wasn't it, Rose? Listening to Morgan's recount of his sleep hygiene challenge. And actually, also, there was something else in there that he said, which was the alcohol thing, because actually his sleep cycle that he's waking up at that time is a liver time. Yeah. Because as we know, if you drink... You can feel like you're having a really good sleep, but actually your body's just processing the alcohol and then when that's done, you can often wake up with a gasp and thirst. So Yeah, 100%. Anyways, I hope you guys got a lot out of that because I'm sure there's a lot of you out there that are struggling to sleep and so maybe some of that stuff will resonate and you'll be able to take that on board. Um, well, the next episode, 
will be Rose taking on one of my challenges. <laughs> so watch this space. Oh, the joys. I can't wait. And remember, we also want to hear about what you are doing. So email us at info at thewellnessbreakdown.co.uk. And don't forget to subscribe. If you're enjoying the podcast, tell all your friends, tell your family. But we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. See you next time, everyone.